welcome to Soberholic Podcast. This show is designed to address topics that will encourage, equip, and inspire you to explore life's most difficult topics and overcome your biggest challenges. Today, your hosts, Roger and Jason, will share from their own experience how you can find hope and healing in recovery. <laughs> welcome to Soberholic Radio. I'm Roger, and I'm here with my co-host, Jason. What's up? I'm here. What's right up? here. Right, right there. Huh? I'm right here. Nowhere else. I'm right here. We. So um, we got a good, good show today. Yes, right? I'm excited about this. One. I am too. This is something new where we've and we've already experienced hurdles. One of our mic stands broke right off the get go, and yeah. we literally have it taped together. It's all good. Duct yeah. tape yeah. solves everything. <laughs> Fixes any problem, right? Mm-hmm. And this is episode number. 50. Can you believe that? So two more, and we've been doing it a whole year. It'd be a whole year. We're How do you like this year? math skills, huh? Yeah, you're pretty good. 52. That would be a year. <laughs> We're too short. Are you learning that in college? Too short. How about that? That's uh, what I used to listen to. Did you listen to them? No. no. I didn't really either. I didn't really like rap music. I lost two listeners just now by saying I didn't like rap yeah. music. Just but, quit while you're ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so um, here's the deal. Um, I I'm going to recap for our listeners, but what we're doing today is um, at our church, our our pastor meets with some of our senior guys, and they they have a a meeting on Wednesday evenings. Like It's actually the meeting after the meeting after the meeting on their church meetings. They meet together, um, and I think, was it 9 o'clock I meet? Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. They meet at a truck stop uh, down the road from our house, and they just get together and just talk about man stuff, right? And um, it's been pretty cool to hear them doing that and how they're growing together. And and within this group of about eight guys, they um, they come from several different schools, um, and they've been just talking about some ways they could kind of reach the world with with their own voice. And one of the things that came up with them was a podcast. Mm -hmm. And so I thought it was just the next right thing to do would be invite them on our show and let them kind of see what's happening. And so in studio with us, we have Micah, Matthew, and Trent. How's it going? So look at these guys. Do you think they're podcast material? Oh, yeah. I think so, too. They have faces for radio. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like Matthew, I know he's terrified because, like, he's my son. And so I know he's scared what's going to happen. You're like, his mom has then warned him, don't go on the show. But I promise I'm going to be good because I, I would really like to see them um, use this platform to share, you know, what's on their hearts. Yeah. And, um, you know, with us doing recovery radio, I thought um, just organically the thing that made sense as I've talked to my son and some of his friends over the years is to talk to them about what kind of pressures they experienced in school. Mm. And I know that as I've talked to other people who struggle with addiction or maybe had loved ones in school, you know, kids that struggled with addiction, there was like, what kind of a struggle does a, does a child have? You know, they've got everything they want. They've got their phones. They've got, you know, everything that could, they could ever dream for. What is their kind of, what kind of struggle is there? But I noticed that there are struggles. In fact, there's, there's probably more struggles and more temptations nowadays than when you and I was in school. Oh, yeah. High school's got to be different than when right. me and you were there because that was a long time ago. What about you guys? When when y'all hear folks like us, you know, in our forties, who could be your parents? Because um, are, are all y'all seventeen, eighteen years old? I yes, yes, sir. Uh, so seventeen, eighteen year old, you hear us talk about what it was when we were in school. Do y'all think it's the same for y'all that it was for us? I don't think so. Yeah, not at all. I don't think it's even no. close. It's a lot more easy. Easier yeah. now? 
No, you know, like, easier to get involved with all that stuff. Uh-huh. Oh, well, yeah, drugs in general you're talking yeah. about. Oh, well, just what about is just take the drugs away, just school uh, in general. Do you believe it's easier or harder now? In ways it's easier. I think school's gotten a lot more laid back than it used to be. Everything's on your phone. You can just look something up. Yeah, that's what's so cool with me is when we talk now, like, y'all don't even have textbooks. I mean, very few. Do y'all, do y'all have any textbooks? I haven't used, used, a, te- phone. I haven't used a textbook phone. in all of high school. When I was in school, you couldn't take your phone to school. If you did, you better not get it out because that's going to take that thing up. And now y'all are like expected to have it. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. I know Matthew said I was fit to catch him in a lie. I was <laughs> hoping that you know this ain't true, but it's, it is. So, anyways, um, so y- y'all kind of heard what I was talking about in the beginning about it just being, um, you know, talking about the pressures in school and drugs and. Um, I'm not going to put y'all on the spot. I, I'll probably know the answer to this, but have y'all had friends that have struggled with drugs? Yes. Yes. No. Yeah. yeah definitely. All, th- all three of you've had those. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, um, what was that like? I mean, were you close friends? Yes. <laughs> I would say mine were more acquaintances, but I may have had a close friend. I mean, they were like they were close, and then they started doing the drugs, and they just kind of faded away from me. So y'all didn't leave them; they kind of left yeah. y'all. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So what, like, what drugs, like specifically? Is it like because we're like, I mean, when me and Roger were in high school, pretty much most people in high school they just smoke weed and drink beer. Yeah, and, cocaine. Uh, we, we did. Uh, yeah. Well, you you went to a different school then, but yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. But and, I mean, mo- nobody. My best got friend without handcuffs. Nobody. I bet was, he listens to this too. He knows I'm talking about it right now. <laughs> well, but nobody was like shooting up heroin. Nobody was doing that kind of stuff when I was in high school. You know, is is that do y'all see like hardcore drug use in high school? I haven't, but I'm I'm sure there's a couple out. Probably there. not like in school, but like yeah, I'm probably sure outside of school. I'm sure there's a few people, but those people you don't really hear about. You, you don't just, really you see just, them. Yeah, you don't hear about those people. It's we just, had this guy in our class who was selling pop brownies to freshmen, mm-hmm. and so he got caught with that, and so they brought him out in handcuffs. That's never a good idea, huh? So no, yeah. No. Okay. How about this? When we were in school, Jason, would you agree with this? Um, maybe this is a, a generalization, but I would say you had like the the jocks. You had the mm-hmm. you know the, we'll just say the preps. You had the stoners, the heads. I called them the heads. Yeah. Well, we were the stoners yeah. at mine, and that's what I was. And then you just had like the nerds. Yeah. Out of those three groups, what would y'all consider yourselves? I'm pretty sure you just named off four groups. Did I? Well, no, I, I regrouped with one of them. I said uh, the jocks and the preps were the same. So, like, is that different for you? I would have to disagree with that. I'd say the jocks and preps okay. are almost two different categories now. Okay, what what group types would y'all have at y'all schools now? I mean, I'd say you'd probably just name the main four. Okay, so y'all have the same like three, things. Yeah, yeah, you pretty much have the same. Yeah, okay, same, same thing. Same, same groups. Where would y'all fit in in that? I would fit in with the jocks. Yeah, I'd go with the jocks, too. Sporty guy. I'd say I'm probably yeah. more of your nerd prep. All right. All right, so you so you got three different or two different groups, I guess. And within your circle of people, you say that y'all really haven't had I mean you've had friends that struggle with drugs, but not not hardcore drugs. Right? Right. Mm-hmm. What about getting pressure? Have you had felt any kind of peer pressure to use any kind of drugs to drink or smoke pot or anything like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it I mean, constant? Like describe what it's like. It's like a concert of mine, like, people want to invite you somewhere. You're like, oh, he doesn't drink. He doesn't do drugs. So we're going to leave him out. I'm like, 
So is that like something they're saying behind? You feel like they're saying behind the scenes, and that's the reason you're not getting invited. Yeah, you, get, you get left out of some things because like mm. what you stand for. Yeah, like, because they know. And you're so a that's Christian. an internal fight you have yeah. then to say, well, if I would just drink, then I could get to do more things. It doesn't really bother me, but right. yeah, I get it. Hmm. Or you know, you've got like you you know you like you from you know like Micah was saying, you parties or whatever that you know you're just gonna have fun, but you're not invited because they're gonna be drinking and, and you won't and you don't do that and they know that, so you don't get to go. So you get left out of a, a lot of the more popular, bigger events that. Like you know, juniors and seniors do because you don't do that kind of same stuff. What you say, Trent? I see you shaking your head over well, there. I mean, going back to the pre pressure thing, it's like you got to go to the bathroom. You walk in, there's like a fog machine going off with all these vapes. Oh, people are vaping. Yeah, they're like, what the heck? Yeah. You're just trying to go pee, and they're handing over the stall. Like, I'm like, no, no. Yeah. So, what about vaping? Is the vaping a big deal at school? Yeah, major. major. I would say I would more. Say. I would say more than drugs. You know, like hardcore really? drugs. That vaping and jeweling is probably way more predominant than your drugs. Is there a difference between vaping and jeweling? Apparently, it's not as bad. It's I, just like it, it's. I've heard it's not as bad because there's not as much nicotine. But I don't think there's a difference between the two. It's a lot <laughs> easier to get. Jewel. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Have you seen like a like a relation between somebody who like they start vaping, you know, when they're 13 or 14, and then by their 16, they're smoking cigarettes or smoking weed and drinking. Like, do you think it's kind of like a gateway? Yeah, I would think type so. thing. Yeah. Like, have you seen that? I've seen it go both ways. I've seen people like say they want to stop doing drugs or smoking, and they go to vaping and jeweling. And mm-hmm. I've also, but I've also seen people who vape and jewel, and then they just work their way up into smoking cigarettes, and then that leads into oh, I want to try more things. So yeah. then they go do drugs mm-hmm. or drink or whatever. Okay, let's get back to like say. I wrote a book, and you guys. Um, well, Matt, I, I'm not going to throw Matthew under the bus. This is where his mom said I'm going to throw him under the bus because I wrote the book. I gave him the book. I want him to read the book because he's in the book. He's in the book, and he still hadn't read the book. <laughs> and so uh, she's like, "Don't ask him a question in the book." So I'm not going to ask you a question in the book. But in the book, I do talk about how I believe, and this is not nothing that I made myself. I believe that you are the person you put yourself around. So, like, if the five people you associate yourself with is a good indicator of your character and who you are and so it sounds like the three of you may maybe have some good people in your life and surrounded by good people and that's the reason you don't face as much temptation as some people not that you don't face temptation was well, just it's just a testimony to to your character and what you've been raised around that's good um but as you know we're talking about all of this as a whole you know in school and recovery or addiction i guess um uh, you, uh, how many is in your senior class? I think like 250? 250. 250. Would you say about yeah, the about same? Like, something like that. Y'all were yeah. far apart on there. It's about 250. I almost said 600, but then he said 250, and I realized that was wrong, but I don't know if I would say 250 okay. either. Well, let's just say we'll just say that you got 250 people in, in all your senior classes. I mean, two of y'all are together in the same class, that although you don't know how many people in your class, obviously. <laughs> but we're going to get close with it. We'll just, we'll just say there's 250. And... Um, Trent, same thing with yours. We'll just assume 250 in yours. Uh, Micah and Matthew, how many people would you assume, um, and I know this is a, a complete just guess, but how many people would you say struggle with drugs in your house, in your senior class? With drugs alone? Out of drugs a- or drinking? No, or, 
Yeah. yeah. You're drinking. drinking. You're drinking. Um, I don't probably. I'd, I'd say a third. Yeah, I was really? going to say probably. Yeah. So third. a third of the third. Wow. Of the now, are we line. saying that use that or you would think have a problem with that? I'd say that just. That use it. I'd say that just use it, just period. Use it. Okay. So about a third. Trent, what about you over at your school? Well, I would, I would say about maybe 60%. 60%? Yeah. Use one of those, but not, maybe not are yeah, like addicted. Yeah. Not, not like addicted, but yeah. like. So it's, it's like social. Tried it, like, yeah, it's sociably accepted yeah, uh-huh, then. Uh-huh, Almost yeah. expected, it yeah. sounds like, mm-hmm. in, in some situations. So that brings a lot of pressure. On, I mean, it would to me. I don't know about you guys. Um, that's. I mean, if everybody else is doing it, I would feel like I'm supposed to do it if everybody else is doing it. Do you guys feel that? Yes. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I know y'all, but all three of you got this hesitation. You're like, because my parents may hear this. <laughs> uh, but I, I think that it's good for, for them to know because I, I know that we have listeners that have children just like you. And you guys, I say children. I mean, y'all are 17, 18. I mean, I don't really look to you guys like kids. Like, y'all are, y'all are men. Um, but in your parents' eyes, you're still children, right? And right. you always yeah. will be. You'll never change that. And so they're they're wondering how to why and how they can help them through these obstacles and these pressures they they experience. So if, let's just say, I'm giving you all these hypotheticals because y'all aren't in the addiction right now, right. but you have the friends that are there, or you've had friends that have been there. If you had a friend right now that was struggling with addiction, or maybe... Maybe maybe it's not even what you would call addiction yet. You just see them drinking or doing doing the wrong thing. What would you tell them? What what could you best say to them to help them? That's a tougher question, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, like bad. to get off of it is kind of hard. To me, what I did, I used to have a porn addiction. So what I would do, I would watch like I would slowly get off of it, so I wouldn't really notice mm-hmm. I wasn't on it anymore. So that really helped me. Right. Instead of just stopping and then go through withdrawals and. Everything, your mm-hmm. mind will be all whacked up. Mm-hmm. Right? I'd say surround your surround yourself with people who care about you, mm-hmm. who don't want to see you go down that path. or They want to see you get better and grow as a person. Right. I think it's, they've both spoke on how, how that is, so I'll say this. I think it's very tough to, to try to do something like that, because if, if that's something that they've tried or they've done or they like, and you come to oppose that, and they feel like in any way that you're there to oppose what they're doing, it's only going to make them want to do it just that much more, just to spite you if, if for nothing else. So it's really hard to, to try to say something, whether you're a friend or a parent, whoever you are, as a concerned individual trying to say something. It's almost impossible because, you know, they just they think you're there to attack them, right. even though yeah. you're not. I get that. Yeah. Well, you, you talk about a porn addiction. This is not the, the porn part of it, but just sex in general. Boy, it's sixteen to eighteen years. I, I was I was struggling during that <laughs> uh, during that part of my life, and I know I raised my niece for a, for a while at my house, and um, up until she was probably sixteen years old or so, and so I got to hear some of the stories, and and, and Matthew, you've heard some of this too, but and I know when when Jason and I when you were at school, Jason, what was like the youngest you heard? One of your schoolmates that got pregnant, mm, like sixteen. Sixteen was kind of like yeah, us. 16. sixteen was young. Sixteen, seventeen. What about you guys? Oh, that's a little bit of a different story. We've had 
plenty. We had plenty when me and Micah were freshmen. We had a wow. couple, we had couple a couple of girls drop out who you don't hear from anymore. Don't know where they are because they dropped out when they were freshmen. How they old are you? To middle school. Yeah. How old are you when you're middle school freshman? What's the age on that? So you're you're eighth grade middle school and you're thirteen, I think. You're ninth grade and you're fourteen. I remember my niece saying 13 years old is when um, someone had, had, had quit school because they were pregnant. And they drop out later on, like this point. At this point, there's multiple people that are pregnant. They're not going to drop out because it's their senior year. But we've had a lot of people drop out over the past couple of years. Have you any of your pregnancy. friends got anybody pregnant? Hope not. I don't know. I none of my. I don't know. I don't, none that you know of. I don't, I don't think that any of my friends have gotten anybody pregnant, but I know a couple of my friends that are pregnant by people that I don't know. Right? Have you gotten anyone pregnant, Matthew? I don't think so. Yeah, I, I, we'd have to I turn the not. podcast off for a yeah. second. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I brought that up because that, that seems just so different than when we, you and I, went to school. Like parents that I know today, or let me. People who are my age who are parenting um, guys their age, I, unless you're really talking to your kids, I would have never expected that. I mean, thirteen. Right. I mean, I didn't know you could get pregnant at thirteen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My question though is, how much is sexting? Um, you know, which is something I've never. You know, I'm too old for all that. Uh, now, for how, the older ones, the older than us, what is sexting? Sexting Jason? is. Texting nude pictures of yourself back and forth to somebody. Okay. So um, I think that's right, right? That's yeah. sexting. I right? guess so. I mean, so anyway, <laughs> how much do y'all think that is playing a part into teenagers that y'all have had experience with engaging in sexual activity younger? It's normalized. It's just expected. Yeah. Almost, yeah. And it's like, if you don't, then you're going to get the worst rumors you could possibly imagine spread around the school about you. So it's either, you know, you either do it or you don't. But either way, you're kind of screwed either way. Wow. So it's expected. So like if a guy starts talking to a girl, like the girl is just expected to do it. And if she doesn't, then she's going to get some awful, horrible rumors spread about her. And if she does it, then A, she's going down the wrong path. And then B, then the guy's going to go tell all his friends. And his friends are going to tell their friends. And and then he shows all his friends and, and then, everything. And then by the end of the day, everybody in the school knows that this girl sent pictures to this guy. Or Is it common for someone to share a picture like, hey, guys, look at, look at my girlfriend, my ex-girlfriend. This is a picture of her. Is that common? Yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And and with airdrop being a thing now in in, uh, in schools, you go to a classroom and No you, way. You could, you go to a classroom and anybody in that classroom and possibly the classroom's over, if they have their Bluetooth turned on on their phone, they don't even get the option. You click their name and a pop-up comes up that says so and so's iPhone would like to share a photo and there's a button for accept and decline, but it shows the photo already. And you're and, and you're in the classroom, so you're clicking twenty names. You go to another classroom and you click twenty more. So wait, they're basically flashing you. And it's and, like yeah. they're flashing. And you. Yeah. and then and then for those for those people who are going down that path, there's an accept button. You can accept that and proceed to forward it even more. This seriously is not Whoa. that big a problem, is it? I mean, it, y'all are looking like this is a pretty big deal. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I, I, I mean, I don't know if like if that is such a huge problem, but I know that. It can easily be because airdropping is extremely. I mean, like 
it's probably one of the fastest ways of getting the word out about anything. Does it happen? Does it happen on a regular basis? Um, I've never seen it, but I know that it's happened at McElroy. Trey, you look like you got something to say. Yeah. I mean, you see, when somebody has a picture, that you see everybody crowding around this phone, and then well, you, you know see the principal going. walk behind, you're like, everybody just scatters away, like yeah. nothing even happened. You know what was going on. Yeah. 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 Okay. I mean, because are the girls doing it more than the guys, like sharing the pictures? I would say so, yeah. I feel like they feel I mean, like I don't think a, uh, many girls are looking for the guy's picture, but the yeah. girls, I mean, the guys are wanting the girls' pictures. Yeah. yeah. Right? And so the guy, the guy just pressure the girls into giving it, and then once they got it, it goes everywhere. Wow. Yeah, I just I know how many times I went through girlfriends in high school, and how quick uh, you could use that against somebody. Yeah, and it's just ammunition, and so I could I could just see that being the potential for a disaster right there, because I mean it's stupid to say this. I know y'all know it, but once it once you share it, it's there. I mean anybody oh, yeah. can put it anywhere. And so one day, these young girls are going to be showing these pictures to their kids. You know, Matthew, how would you like to see a nude picture of me when I was eighteen? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I need to see that. So you would be on drugs if you saw that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so do y'all think though that it that it does contribute to like people actually becoming sexually active? Oh, easily. like in I, real life, I think so, definitely easily. Without a doubt, because you you'll you'll see you'll you'll either hear something or you'll see that picture or you'll see those texts or whatever you see and you know your mind automatically automatically thinks oh I want more of that oh how can I get more mm-hmm. of that I want to be around that I like that whatever and then the other question is do you think that porn addiction among teenagers has played a part in making sexting a lot worse and it, like is sexting and porn addiction linked together easily yeah definitely how how getting pre- y'all to elaborate so yeah. almost yeah. impossible I'm, here. I'm elaborating. How, how prevalent is like looking at porn among teenagers i mean you see girls like, and boys like you see a picture of somebody you're like oh i gotta go watch an episode real quick right and then you get another one you're just like a continuous cycle oh, definitely yeah well, take the pictures itself out of it. Yeah. I don't think it would be as bad. But, I mean, is there talk like what you would want to do to one another, that that type of texting? Or is it more of the pictures now? I think there used to be that sexting kind of like the, the texting forms. I think that used to be very heavy, but now it's mainly just pictures back and forth. Because y'all really got where y'all lazy. I mean, y'all are lazy, 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 lazy folks. Like, y'all don't go nowhere. Y'all just rather FaceTime through the phone next to you and just talk to each other. Um, it, things are so different than like when we were. And that's the reason we're so just oblivious to what y'all talk about. Uh, there was there wasn't even the internet when I was in school. Yeah. I mean, there was literally no internet. It makes, it makes me feel so old. What about I you? know. Yeah. There and was like, all those stories that I've had from, I've told Matthew these, the things that I did when I was on drugs and the stupid stuff, there was no phones for people to record me. If my mm. my stupidity was recorded, oh, man, it would have been bad. It would have oh, been yeah. real bad. And so I could have fell into any of these traps that we're talking about here. I mean, there's no doubt. Thankfully, there's no evidence on me today because there was any of this stuff. And I, I just know today how... 
we were laughing at Matthew. They did Senior Skip Day this year. And, you know, we were doing Senior Skip Day, but they all went to the Crackle Barrel, all the seniors, and snapped a picture and put it on Facebook. I'm like, you're telling on yourself, idiot. And so, like, now everything is out there. I mean, just that quick. So I could see where just technology is – I don't know, it could be a problem, I guess. Yeah, and I mean, staying on addictions among teenagers, do you think technology itself, iPhones, computers, Facebook, social media, all the, all that stuff, do you see your peers and or do you struggle with that? And or do you think it's even an addiction? Technology as a whole? Yeah. Yes, definitely. People yeah. like the attention cool. of like, ooh, so-and-so's talking about me, so-and-so like my... Like my Instagram post, whatever. So it just feeds into that more and more. Then you want more of it. So, yeah. So specifically with social media, how how do you think an addiction to social media is damaging to teenagers? I don't... I mean, go ahead. I used to have one. I would have Snapchat. I'd be doing it all the time. And then it was like affecting my mind. So they, my parents were like, you need to delete it. So I deleted it, and they took away my phone for like a few months, and I went through like withdrawals without having my phone. Mm-hmm. I was like, when that was done, I was like, I don't need my phone anymore. Yeah. And then I got it back. I was like, what the heck is this? <laughs> I was like, I don't want it. I don't want this anymore. Yeah. Did you find yourself keep reaching your pocket? Yeah, because that's what I'm seeing you do. It's like, it's like you just keep reaching. Yeah. You, I, I, know, I do that myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I know that we're all Christians here, and this is one of those things that's happened to me. So I wanted to ask you if this happened to you. I know there's times I've said, you know, I just don't have time to read my Bible. There's, yeah. I just don't have time for that. Um, have y'all ever said that? I have mean, you fell into that trap? I mean, now you can just open your phone and uh, hit the Bible app and hit the play button. And but do you do that? I mean, sometimes. Uh, okay, that's enough. I turn the screen. <laughs> no. <laughs> but good, good try. Yeah. No, what I do, I turn the speed all the way up and just. Uh, well, this is the reason I said that because I used to kind of go, well, you know, I just don't have time. I got to do this yeah. or that. But then, um, um, my Facebook app was right next to my U version Bible app that you're talking about, <laughs> and my thought was like, I don't have time to read it, but yet I had time to hit my social media app. Yeah, y'all, y'all felt. I was just about to say, you know, you say I don't have time to read my Bible app. Well, for me, I don't have time to read my Bible app because I'm too busy on FaceTime with my friends or posting on Instagram or Snapchat or whatever else I'm doing. That's why I don't have time to read my Bible app. Are y'all into video games a lot? No. Not, no. not much. Yeah. I know you used to be. A lot. I don't know if you are now. I, I am. I was waiting for them to answer first, see what they said. They both said no, but I, I'd say I'm a pretty semi-heavy gamer. So I, I, just as an outward look here, y'all both said y'all fall into the jock category. Yeah. So are y'all do, do y'all do sports? Yeah, I so that, football and basketball. I, mean, I used to. So that kind of takes up more of your time yeah. doing that type mm-hmm. of stuff. All right. So I have a question. So how have you guys been able to navigate high school and avoid some of these different temptations and addictions that we've been talking about? Like uh, sexual addiction, drug addiction, alcohol—you know—getting obsessed with social media and all that. How how have you guys been able to avoid those things? I mean, to me, it's more like who you hang out with. Like, if you're hanging out with all the drug addicts, that's what you're going to be doing. If you're hanging out with the good people, that's what you're going to be good. Well, I've got, um, I'd say probably like the 
the 10th, 11th, and 12th graders at my church, a lot of those people that I see every Wednesday night at youth group or whatever, they go to school with me. So those are the people I surround myself with. Mm-hmm. So it's easier not to fall into that kind of stuff. Because yeah. none, none of us do it. And so we all uphold ourselves and make sure and keep ourselves keep each other accountable that mm-hmm. none of us will fall into that. I yes. feel like once you get a taste of God's love, like what He's done for you, with the mercies He's shown for you, everything's just, it's not worth it. Mm. Wow. Yeah. The consequences aren't worth yeah. it. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, that's great. So there's one thing else I wanted to hit on back on kind of the the struggles that I know you guys face at your ages. Um, and it's something that I think that gets thrown way out of context sometimes. But just the whole idea of bullying. Do y'all see that a lot at school? Not like physical, but it's more like social media and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a lot more cyberbullying now. What is a cyberbullying? It's when you're like bullying people. If, online, if yeah, if if Micah were to t- Snapchat me and be like, you know, I hate your guts, you're worthless. Like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, friendship isn't working out, buddy. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't do that to me in school or during school hours. Nobody saw him. Nobody heard him. But he still told me that I was worthless and that I won't amount to anything. But he just did it behind a screen. But what what does that matter? I mean, how does that affect you emotionally? It, it I mean, it hurts. I mean. You know, he yeah, he said it one time, but, you know, he says it multiple times, and then he gets one of his friends to tell me the same thing, and eventually, you know, it just all builds up, and I, I eventually begin to believe it. Like, maybe maybe they're right. So are people doing that, like, but they'll be nice to the person's face, and they're just doing it behind a screen? I'd say it's more, uh, I'd say, like, Sometimes I mean, you see that. Yeah. I don't know if nice would be the right way to put it. I'd say, like, they're just, they're being civil to their yeah. face. But then, like, but so, so they know there's like some kind of disdain. But then behind a screen, it's all out war. Mm. Okay, so Jason, when we were in school, this is the way it went down in my high school: is that out of those friend groups that I were talking about, or not really friend groups, I wasn't friends with all the stoners. But well, you know, all of us we had all these different things, or the different groups that we were part of. But we would always there was always one or two people we would pick on. And man, bless those people's heart looking back on me because everybody picked them. I didn't really pick on people. Um, there may have been a time I may have jumped on that bandwagon because everybody else was doing it, kind of like the temptation y'all had talked about. But I, I never got into that. But there was some folks that I knew that would literally just beat kids down every day at school. Mm-hmm. Uh, bless oh, yeah. their hearts. I mean, they've got to have problems today because, I mean, they con- consistently just got beat physically. up at school. Yeah, physically. Got beat most up. of the time, physically. Yeah. Did you have that at yours? Oh, yeah. I was bullied. Or, I mean, I was kind of picked on. I wouldn't say, like, I was beat up or anything. I kind of got picked on. Pushed well, around? seventh or eighth grade until I finally snapped on somebody, and then they left me alone. Mm. But Did, it was mainly physical, you know? Yeah, I was. Um, it was physical with us, I mean, but we didn't have phones. We didn't have right. technology yeah. like, like they do today. And so it was that. I mean, but I, it wasn't huge. Like, I hear now on TV, everybody gets bullied. and It wasn't that, but out of if we had 200 people in our school and we didn't have 200, um, I would say maybe five took the blunt of that. Right, yeah. Now, with you guys, are y'all saying uh, from what y'all see is there a lot of there's not a lot of physical or there is? I mean, what do y'all say? People aren't really getting beat up anymore. Yeah. Until, yeah. It's a lot of like talking behind someone's back, starting rumors, stuff like that. Like they're not like confronting them in person, mm-hmm. but like hiding nobody, behind us. N- nobody 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 wants confrontation anymore. So like, they all avoid it. 
It's like all talk and no action. Be like, I want to fight you after that's, school. That seems so weird. To and me. then weird. it wouldn't even happen. Like, it okay. is pretty weird. I be, mean, it, I get people texting me all the time, want me to buy a car. I don't even think nothing about her. You know, just scam texts. I mean, to me, if you just tell me, oh, you're stupid or whatever, you'll never mind. I wouldn't even think nothing about it. But, I mean, I guess it's different at 17 and 18 years old because you are more impressionable. You want to be liked by people. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I guess... Well, I the do. Internet matters yeah, more, different yeah. to us than it does to the younger generation. Okay, well, then, then this leads me, I guess, probably close to one of our last questions here, is that um, when I was in school, back to those those... The, the, the good old days. days. <laughs> One of the things that we fought with a lot, especially being from Alabama, because uh, I know we have listeners all over the U.S., from Alabama was just race. And so there was always black and white tensions at our school. Um, a lot of times there would be like after school big throwdown fights between uh, blacks and whites. I don't think that y'all have had that issue, or I would have heard about it. But is there is there racial tension still in school with you guys? I wouldn't say so. I would say maybe. I mean, maybe maybe minuscule, but nowhere. In, I would say almost. I mean, it's almost non-existent at this point. Yeah, not really at my school either. It's more like everybody we has all, their own thing. We all get along pretty well yeah. as, as far as race goes. Yeah. I mean, that, that's really different that's from what it was when yeah. when I was in school. I mean, it wasn't. In fact, all those groups I, I threw out, you know, I would say the blacks was one of those, you know, one of those categories. You had stoners and all that. And then, but, you know, your blacks, when you looked at, at jocks, you would have blacks and whites in that category. But then you had, it was just weird. It was different. African-American. Well, I've just always said black. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm white. They're black. Yeah. Same, same thing. I got you. So, anyways. Um, that's kind of what I, I see through all of that. Um, yeah, I, I see that y'all have a lot of struggles. Um, you three personally didn't seem like you've. Well, let me say, I don't think that y'all are being as open as you could be because of fear of one, this is the first time you've ever been on a show, <laughs> uh, two, of who may hear it. And I get that because. Um, just like we were talking about with the internet, with throwing out a picture, it's there forever. When you post a podcast, it's out there forever. Uh, but I, I do believe that y'all y'all give us uh, an insight of, of what y'all face. And some of those things are great. The racial things didn't seem to be near as bad as they used to be when we were in school. Um, but things like this whole sex thing seem to be a lot worse. As far as like drugs, when it comes to that, it sounds really cool that you guys can be in a place where you know that it's happening, but not be taking part in it. Because that's not what happened to me. I fell into the trap of worrying mm-hmm. too much about what other people thought and doing that. And so you're an inspiration to a lot of people to know that you don't have to go do those those things. There There is ways to avoid that temptation. And so I'm proud of you guys for that. But um, thanks for coming on and sharing your hearts with us and being open with us because it's a big deal. You know, it's, for us, old farts, I guess, and I wouldn't say for, old to anybody else, but to you guys, I guess we are old. That um, We are definitely old to them. I, yeah. I, know, I can still take them. I can <laughs> bench more than I can with one hand. Um, <laughs> but, you know, for people like us, we – Y'all's lives are taboo to us still, even even with my own son sitting here with us. It's just weird to know what happens in y'all's lives because it's so different from ours. But um, anyway, you got anything before we wrap it up? No, thanks, guys, for coming on. 
All right, guys. Well, that's the end of another show. My name's Roger. I'm Jason. We're signing out. Thanks for listening to Soberholic with Roger and Jason. If you like the show and want to know more, check out SoberholicPodcast.com. Please remember to leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you next week, Soberholics.